Top of the top, episode 230, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. First time listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. If you tune in, weekly salute. And there's just an episode, so some topics you may want to hear about. Salute to you as well. Podcast available on all podcast streaming platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Subscribe, leave comments, reviews, put your people on. All greatly, greatly appreciated. Hope everyone had a safe week, safe weekend. Continue to do the same this upcoming week. First, once again, starting off with new music. This time, we're starting off with West Side Gun, new album, and then you pray for me. Follow up to his 2020 album, Pray for Paris, which personally got me through the pandemic and quarantine time. So he's following up with this project, 21 Records, features, a laundry list of features. We got J.I.D., Conway, Benny, Stove Guy Cooks, Rick Ross, S.D. Nack. Giggs, Ty Dolla Sign, Denzel Curry, Bodie James, ESTG, Jeezy, Peasy, Ron Streets, and we even got some appearances by DJs, DJ Drama, DJ Holiday, DJ Swamp Izzo, and the world famous Trapaholics. And I think that's the perfect place for me to start with with this project. If anything, if Westside Gun music not for you, Griselda, whatever the case may be. Appreciate the fact Westside Gun included these legendary DJ drops throughout his album. The Trapaholics drop in general with the Slim Duncan tag. I haven't heard from Slim Duncan in years since he passed away. So it was good to see Westside Gun not only use a Trapaholics drop, but to use the Slim Duncan Trapaholics drop. So got to salute Westside Gun on that. And just in general, Westside Gun albums. Once again, the curation of the albums. I said it. Westside Gun is doing what DJ Khaled thinks he's doing. Yes, Westside Gun is rapping on these songs, but he admitted a lot of these songs, especially when they got a feature to him, he takes a back seat. He said in the interview, yo, the reason I put Stove Guy on these records, the reason I put Ron Streets, Benny, Conway, Bodie James, whoever the case may be, Esty Nat, the reason I put these guys on these records and let them really have the spotlight because I know my fan base can uh, range from the skateboarders to the nine-to-five working people to the guy still in the street to Nas, Jay-Z, Travis Scott, a fashion designer somewhere in Paris. He knows his fan base of uh, different uh, wrestlers throughout the wrestling industry. He knows so many people tune in to what he got going. They're not even really checking for really what he's saying. He knows his production and his features are going to bring the audience in so it's just great to see Westside Gun have that vision. And me, I'm biased because I saw Westside Gun at the Atlanta airport. We rode on the same flight going to L.A. for WrestleMania early this year. I personally got a chance to tell him, hey, man, I fuck with your music. You know what I'm saying? So I am kind of biased, but he admitted it on interviews. He's like, I know people are not coming to hear me uh, try to be lyrical miracle guy, but I know my features and the pro- uh, production alone is going to get people's attention. So – that's a good thing for Westside Gun to have that type of awareness. He said it on this project. He said it for the past three, four projects. This is his last album, whatever the case may be, but we'll see how that goes. First off, Stove Guy Cooks. 
Stove got cooked to y'all throughout this project. Once again, I feel like this is the third West Side Gun project. I've said it on this podcast. Stove got cooked. Where is the project? We got reasonable drought in 2020. I want to say out of uh, people who haven't dropped the project in three years, he's easily in my top five of people I'm waiting to drop. In duration of a three-year span, I think Stove got cooked and Party Next Door, those are definitely two guys off the top of my head who I'm waiting to hear from. I've heard from everybody I need to hear, hear from this year, really. You know what I'm saying? So, Stove God, man, it's highly anticipated. It's highly anticipated. So, that's who project I'm waiting on next. And back to this West Side Gun project overall, different productions on some records. Different productions on some records. I saw on social media, I want to say two weeks ago, somebody had tweeted him saying, Y'all ready for the West Side Gun album? I'm missing that boom bap sound. And he replied saying, hey, if you looking forward to nothing but boom bap, you'll be highly disappointed. This project, I'm going into different lanes, different production routes, so just have your ears open for that. And I said it before, when it comes to the Griselda members, Benny Conway and West Side Gun, I'm not mad when they try different production, but I'm still the heavy Derringer Alchemist guy. But it all comes down to if I like it or not. You can go to the trap beats, but it all depends on if I like it or not. I think Westside Gun executed it very well on this project. The way he did it, in my opinion, like I said, you're not really here for Westside Gun lyrics. So when he's on these trap beats, it can go either way. So what he did with this project, well, I'm going to throw a Rick Ross on here who sounds perfect on these beats. I'm going to throw a Peasy who sounds perfect on these beats. I'm going to throw a Jeezy, an ESTG. Somebody who sounds perfect on these beats rather than just me. So I think he executed it very, very well. Looking forward to see what the rest of Griselda got cooking up because for the past few years, I'll say they let the media kind of get in between them as a group. Of course, people were saying, well, who's better, Benny or Conway? People would say, well, Benny the star of the group. Westside Gun makes the better albums. Conway the better lyricist. I think they let the media kind of get in the way. Uh, not to say they're success because they're still touring they're still doing merch and all that but you don't really see them all together like you used to but I mean they're grown men they got families other record labels they got going on as well but this project it was good to see a lot of the Griselda members on this project as well but my favorite tracks my favorite tracks from this project The Mama's Prime Time with Conway and J.I.D. Kitchen Lights are early favorite with Stove God Cooks Fly Guy Two Times, Dunhill, House of Glory, LL Bullgun, ba- uh, Babylon Biss, Ultra Gazelda, Jalen Rose with Bodie James, Steven Johnny, Freddie J's, The Revenge of Flip Legs. He got some records on this project. He got some records. Once again, a 20-plus song project. Find out what you like, but overall, West Side Gun. He's staying consistent with his projects. You would be hard-pressed to find somebody with a better album run within the past three, four, five years than West Side Gun. You would be very hard-pressed to find somebody who's had an album run like he's having right now. And this, and then you Pray For Me Project falls in line with that. So shout out to West Side Gun. Shout out to Griselda, still providing great, great albums overall. Next album, we got Offset, Set It Off. Once again, 21 records. Features, we got Travis Scott, Don Tolliver, Future, Cardi B, Mango Foo, Lotto, Young Nudie, and Chloe Bailey. So we got Offset album, Set It Off. And what I did with this album, it came out Friday. I want to say Wednesday or Thursday, I finally listened to Quavo album, Rocket Power. 
Solid project. Solid project. Shout out my coworker Trina. Hey, how you doing, Trina? She been telling me for weeks, yo, Quavo album pretty good. Woot de woot. So I finally took the time to listen to it before Offset album. And I'm not here to compare the two and whatnot. But man, I just really hate what happened with Quavo and Offset. Migos in general, with everything that's transpired over the past year or so. Like I said, that first wire in mixtape in 2013. I I remember that vividly, you know, being put on the Migos. So I just hate to see it. And I'm not saying y'all still be Migos. Of course, without takeoff, it can't be Migos. I agree with that. But why can't it be Offset support Quavo, Quavo support Offset? Yo, whenever I, I have a solo album, you know he's going to be featured on it. And for what I'm hearing from this Offset album, it seems just to be contract issues. I really don't know the issue between Quavo and Offset. I'm hearing contract issues. I'm hearing uh, women issues or whatever the case may be. But my thing is, I don't think neither one of those overpowers what's happened with Migos in general with the loss of takeoff. That's my thing. I think the loss of takeoff overpowers contract issues. Yo, let the lawyers handle that. You know what I'm saying? Women issues. Man, you know how women can be. We both in the industry. Women throwing themselves at us. You know what I'm saying? So, I just hate to see it. I think the loss of takeoff would have those two brothers come together, have a civilized conversation, and move forward. But the way Offset talking on this project, it just, he seems like he on his own right now. He said on the interview, yo, when I drop this album, I don't plan on taking a year off. I want to drop consistently. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. But obviously, both of those guys are still feeling the effect of losing takeoff. I mean, that's your brother. That's your family member. Of course, you'll still feel the effects of that. But overall, Quavo and also, I will say they both put out really, really solid projects. I will say that. And this coming from a guy, of course, remember, a couple years ago, they all three put out solo projects. But even then, people was like, now y'all going to do solo projects. But this time, it's obviously different. A situation going on to where they're putting out solo projects, but both put out solid projects. I'll say that. But sticking with this Offset album, I mean, it is songs on here I could have heard Quavo on, honestly. And it's songs on here I could have heard Gunner on, too, as well. That Sky Ami, that sounds like a perfect Gunner song, in my opinion. So, I mean, it is what it is, but I think Offset would have definitely, definitely benefited from having Gunner or Quavo on this album, but he does have some solid records. He does have some solid records. The Say My Grace record with Travis Scott, that's the one they previewed at Rolling Loud some months ago. That's a good record. Worth it. Excuse me, featuring Don Tolliver, a good record. I like the fan record. I like the Hop Out the Van. I like the Big Dog record a lot. The Skyami, which I talked about. I like the Dissolve record. I like the... Princess Cut with Chloe is not bad. It's not bad. Uh, Upside Down, I really like. Upside Down would have been the Quavo feature, in my opinion, honestly. So those are my records for the Offset album. But overall, man, just me as a fan of Migos for so long, I would like to see Quavo and Offset just patch it up. Just patch it up. Like I said, you can't be Migos no more. I totally agree. You cannot be Migos no more without takeoff. But Offset, you can still support Quavo. Quavo, you can still support Offset. Y'all can still be featured on each other albums. Y'all can be seen in public together. Not to say y'all got to perform together or nothing like that. But, man, that's just one thing I really hate to see. The downfall of Migos. I mean, it is what it is. I know everything that's transpired, but we got to keep it 100. Even before Takeoff passed away, they had split up. So, 
I mean, it is what it is, man. It's called the music business. The music industry is, is very, very grimy. It can turn your friends into enemies, your family into enemies, and I just hate to see it overall. But Offset and Quavo, y'all both put out solid projects, in my opinion. So to end this episode off, college football talk, of course, my Ohio State Buckeyes, we defeated Purdue 41-7. to The game was streamed on the Peacock app. So I was able to watch it on the Peacock app. Kyle McCord had a solid game, 16 for 28, 276 yards, three touchdowns. Also, Ryan Day gave our backup QB, Devin Brown, some playing time. Uh, one for two, 58 yards, and a touchdown. He was there for more running purposes. He did fumble the ball before crossing the plane, so it was a touchback. So that was a major, major error we had. But we was all we was also up at that time, but at the same time, it was a costly error. Uh, our running back situation, we had some running back injuries. Like I said, during the preseason, that's the one thing I wanted to avoid. Our running backs getting hurt. Trevion Henderson was out. Mayan Williams was out. Chip Trainum did start, but he was taking out the game. I didn't really catch the reason why because I was doing some things. So I don't know if it was for uh, just not, doing, not having progress on the field or injury. But Hayden came in, 11 carries, 76 yards, one touchdown. Xavier Johnson got some carries, five carries, 39 yards. Like I said, Devin Brown, backup QB, he was in there for running purposes. Eight carries, 20 yards, and a touchdown. So moving forward, especially with this game, this weekend against Penn State, our running back situation. But Hayden did show some progress. Hayden showed that he might be all right just starting this week against Penn State. So we'll see how it goes. Receiving situation, Emega Obuka was out. He didn't even travel with the team, so we'll see his situation this weekend as well. Marvin Harrison Jr. held it down, six catches, 105 yards, one touchdown. Cardinal Tate, three receptions, 79 yards. Cage Stover, four catches, 53 yards, and two touchdowns as well. So our offense looked like how our offense supposed to look. When it all comes when it all comes together, when we saw how Hayden was carrying the ball and that affected the passing game as well. So overall, offense looked looked great. Defense looked great as well. So this week against Penn State, huge matchup, top ten matchup can go either way. Our offense needs to be locked in. Defense needs to be locked in. Everybody, coaching, play calling, definitely. Ryan Day, Heartline, open up the playbook. This needs to be the week where it's like, okay, we've taken advantage of having Marvin Harrison Jr. If Hayden is starting that running back, he continued his momentum he had against Purdue, I believe we'll be all right. But, man, we're going up against Penn State. It can go either way. I may sound confident talking about this, but trust me, I know <laughs> it can go either way this week. So I'm definitely be tuned in. Like I said, it's a noon start. All hands on deck, Ohio State. All hands on deck. Everybody locked in. Defense. Defense gets some turnovers, gets some stops. Everything has to be on point. We cannot give 90%. We can't give 95%. It needs to be 100% effort this week against Penn State. And I believe we'll come out on top. Also in college football, Alabama got the victory over Arkansas 24-21. Wow, uh, the Oregon-Washington game, that came down to the wire. Washington was able to win 36-33. So some things shaking up in the top 10. Also in the top 10, USC. Lost to Notre Dame, 48-20. to So, USC is going to be out of the top 10. North Carolina, number 12, North Carolina beat. Number 25, Miami, 41-31. to 
But one of the bigger news I saw over the weekend in terms of college football, Colorado, Deion Sanders, those guys, a heartbreaking loss against Stanford, 46 to 43. They gave up a huge point lead. I'm not sure what the exact lead was, but they gave it up, and Stanford was able to come back and win 46 to 43. So, I mean, Deion said he only a few pieces away, so I think now it's time for Deion. Of course, finish this season out, try to get bowl eligible, but the offseason, recruiting and everything, transfer portal, we'll see how it goes for Deion. But at this point, he's looking to still try to get bowl eligible, so we'll see how it goes for Colorado. We'll see, like I said, start the season. Those uh, Oregon and USC games are going to be big moving forward for that team out in Colorado. So we're seeing the effects of it now, in my opinion. But y'all know my main focus, man. Ohio State, Penn State, top 10 matchup this weekend. Y'all know I'm tuned into that. So, yeah, thank y'all for tuning in. This has been episode 230, Stash House Podcast. Make you guys go out. Have a great work week, a great school week. Stay safe. Be mindful of your surroundings. Drink plenty of water. Be mindful of the weather as well. So keep me in your prayers. I'll do the same for y'all. Salute.